Welcome to the podcast, Estate Planning with Paul Rabelais, where we'll discuss the latest and simplest legal strategies and tactics available for you to protect your estate for yourself and your family, all in easy-to-understand terms. It's all about protecting your estate now, so you and your loved ones can reap the benefits later. And now your host, estate planning attorney, Paul Rabelais. If you want to make changes to your will, I suggest that you never write those changes on a prior will. Hey everybody, I'm Paul Rabelais. I'm an estate planning attorney. Over the years, I've seen many people who had previous wills and wanted to make some changes come into our office and in previous days or weeks or months or years, they had pulled out their old will, which was still in effect, and they had crossed through some things, changed some things, penciled in some things because they wanted to change their will. Well, I suggest that you never do that. Our Nobody really understands our law on making a change to your will. So everybody who does that messes it up even more. And so you really need to speak with an attorney. There's so much at stake and make sure you get those changes right. So we've seen some people come in, they, they sit down with us, they bring out, uh, they pull out their, their previous will that they may have done six months ago, six years ago, 20 years ago, and they start, you see where they crossed out some things. Maybe they listed someone as the executor and they didn't want that person to be their executor anymore. So they made, um, you know, made a line or wrote a line through that word or through that provision or through that sentence where it named, for example, uh, Fred as the executor, crossed that out and they wrote Joseph, you know, above Fred's name. Maybe they did it in pencil, maybe they did it in pen, or maybe they were at one point wanting to leave a bequest of $100,000 to a person or to a charity. And for one reason or another, they they changed their minds. So they cross through the $100,000 and perhaps they write in $5,000 because they just don't want to leave as much to that person or that entity. Well, by doing that, they've really screwed some things up. I'm going to go through with you a couple of the relevant provisions of Louisiana law. And again, every state is going to have their own rules on how to make a change or revoke a provision or substitute it with a new provision. So it's really important that you work with an attorney in your in your state who um, understands this stuff the right way and you get it right. But a couple of the Louisiana provisions that are important one says that a a revocation of a legacy or other testamentary provision occurs when the testator, the person writing the will, clearly revokes the provision or legacy by a signed writing on the testament itself. So if someone does clearly revoke a provision um, by a signed writing on the testament that that in under Louisiana law is sufficient to revoke a provision 
in a testament. Now, we haven't talked about changing or you know substituting it with something else, um, so we need to look at another provision. And another provision of our Louisiana law says that uh, any other modification of a testament must be in one of the forms prescribed for testaments. Essentially, in Louisiana, we have two um, prescribed forms for testaments. We have a notarial testament. It's all typed up, and it has special language in it. Uh, it's, it's one lawyers typically prepare, notarized, witnessed by two people. All the formalities are met. And so when we're talking about uh, trying to ch write in some changes on an existing will, there's never going to be um, a change in the form of a notarial testament when someone tries to do it themselves. However, we have another prescribed form for a last will and testament in Louisiana called an oligraphic testament. And if it's signed, dated, um, uh, all in the handwriting of the testator, then you know meets those other required specifications, then it is a form of a valid will or testament. So let me give you, let's go back to a couple of our examples. Um, and what it's going to show you is that the rules are relaxed when it comes to permitting the revocation of a provision in a will um, because all you have to do is have a signed writing that is dated um, on the testament itself. But where a replacement provision is called for, the formalities are more stringent. They must be in one of the forms prescribed for testaments. So let's take a look at an example person um, looks at his old will, sees, like I mentioned earlier, that, um, I don't even remember the name that I used, but let's say that he had designated Joseph as his executor, and he's like, I don't want Joseph uh, to be my executor anymore. Joseph has turned into a bum. I want Fred to be my executor. So he pulls out his favorite pen or pencil, scratches through Joseph and writes in Fred on his will. Simple enough. Well, and and let's say he um, he he signs it um, next to where he um, struck through Joseph's name. So and 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 next to where he wrote in Fred's name. So he has a signed writing on the testament itself. So he did um, revoke that provision. And so Joseph will no longer be the executor. Now he wrote in Fred's name in its place. Well, Fred's not necessarily going to be the executor because if he's going to... Oh, as it says, uh, provides some other modification, then that modification must be in one of the forms prescribed for, for testaments. The only one it could possibly be is an oligraphic amendment must be signed and dated, and this one's not dated. So naming Fred as the executor and writing that in on top of where he scratched out Joseph's name is not going to enable Fred to be the executor. 
So um, similar analysis for the, you know, let's say they left their favorite church or their favorite school or their favorite charity. Originally, they left $100,000, could have been an individual as well, but now they changed their mind and want it to be $5,000. Well, they strike through that and they sign it and they strike through the $100,000 and merely write in $5,000. Well, the signing um, of the writing taking out the $100,000, that revokes that $100,000 bequest. But the replacement provision, because it's not in one of the forms prescribed for testaments, then that person or that entity is going to get nothing. So again, had you have gone to the right attorney and um, gotten things straight, you, you wouldn't have made that $95,000 or $100,000 mistake and uh, people will be cursing you at a later date once they realize that you did it the wrong way. So the key here, and you know, look, our rules are not simple, and some of them don't make common sense, but we have rules for a reason, and, and, um, and you have to follow the rules or things are going to get messed up. You know, we have those rules for a reason. So bottom line is if you have a will and you, there's something about it that you don't like and you want to change it and you want to either uh, just revoke or eliminate a certain provision in the will or you want to add a new one or you want to replace the old with something new, it's really necessary that you get some really good help, um, you know, from an estate planning attorney. And again, if you're here in Louisiana, you want to work with somebody who deals, you know, in Louisiana law so that you get all that straight. So that's the uh, tip of the day. Never write any changes directly on your last will and testament. Talk to an attorney, get it right, and do it, you know, do those changes right the first time. Hope that helps. Y'all have a great day.